And I've seen her do this with her own kids where mm-hmm. she's like, mommy's feeling really overwhelmed. Will you help me breathe? Mm-hmm. And her little two-year-old will come over and put his hands on her and they'll breathe together. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, that feels so much more like instructive mm-hmm. on helping kind of co-regulate mm-hmm. than me as a mom when I would lock myself in the bathroom and be like, okay, you have to calm down yes. and then going back to my kids. Oh Yeah. Hi, I'm Carrie Korn, a brand new therapist. And I'm Susan Goss, a seasoned therapist. Susan has been my mentor for years. And we love talking about therapy, faith, and relationships. So join us as we share some tangible truths with you. So welcome back to another episode of Tangible Truths Podcast. I'm Carrie, hanging out with Susan. Hi, Carrie. So I'm really excited to talk about today's topic because mm. it is officially August. Mm. I cannot it, believe it. Can you, I know. Wow. How did that happen? I do not know. But it feels like as soon as August 1 hits, it's that instant oh, the summer's over. It's back to school. Mm -hmm. I was in the store the other day. All the back to school stuff is out, which makes me happy because I love buying back to school supplies. (laughs) Now that I don't have kids, I buy it and donate it just because it's so much fun, right? so great. But we wanted to have a conversation today because that back to school transition is both fun and hard, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Not just for the kids, mm-hmm. but also for the parents. It is. Right? It is. It is. And we're going to, today, you know, I love back to school. I used to be, back in the day, mm-hmm. a school administrator. Yes. Teacher. That was my first, you know, master's was elementary uh, school teacher and then elementary administrator. Yeah. So I love, I loved the first of the year mm-hmm. when the kids came in. But today we're going to talk about a little bit something different through the parents' lens. Right. And I think this is going to be a great conversation because I always felt this really internal turmoil of I've got four kids, they're all different. Mm-hmm. I want to help them navigate this the best that I can, but I didn't often know what to do with my own anxiety, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. my, it did come to the surface during that back to school time. And I was also a working mom. Mm-hmm. And for about half of my kids school years, I was a single working mom. Mm-hmm. And so there was just so much there and I feel like I didn't always handle it really well. I feel like my anxiety kind of spilled over to the kids, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. And that is a very typical thing mm-hmm. for all parents, because whether you've got one, you had four, mm-hmm. I had two, you know, it doesn't matter how many you have first of the year and and first time. You know, students going to school for the very first time. Yeah. There's a lot of excitement Uh in that. Some, there's a lot of anxiety Mm -hmm. uh, built up in that. Or maybe it's your last one that's going. Right. Uh, And and some walk in the door for the very first time, and they're really excited Uh about it. Some walk in the door, and they're scared to death. clinging to you. Yes. Yes. How do I, what do I do? Uh All that kind of stuff. But I think the bottom bottom line is kids are watching you Mm. and me. Kids are watching our responses. Mm. No matter what's going on in our world, Mm -hmm. they watch our response toward everything. And then they kind of take our lead. 
Right. Wow. Yeah. That's that's great, yeah. But also mm-hmm. really scary. It really is. But it makes sense it because, does. like, as a parental figure, as mm-hmm. a caregiver, yes, your whole entire life is a baby learns to talk by listening to you talk. They learn yes. to walk by you helping them, and so of course, when we're helping them navigate this school stuff, they're they're looking to us, right, for guidance. How do I? respond to my teacher? How do I respond to my classmates? How do I feel about school? And to see if it's okay. Yeah. Is this going to be okay? Is this a safe place for me? Mm. Uh, Is my teacher, do you like my teacher? Because Mm. if you like my teacher, I'm probably going to like my teacher. That's a big one. Do you like my principal? Because I'm probably going to like my principal if you do. Do you like my school? Because if you like my school, I'm probably going to like my school. Do you like my, or if you know, or if you are complaining mm. about everything, I'm mm-hmm. probably not going to like anything. Mm. Or if you have a bad attitude, I'm probably going to have a bad attitude. Yeah. You know, kids are watching. Right. They listen. I want to tell you something about kids. They are smart. <laughs> yep. They are so smart. And they their hearing works better than we think it does. A lot better. Right? A and I think better. one of the things that was so surprising to me as a parent and like hindsight looking back I'm like why was that surprising to me but I'm like you can have a conversation in the front seat of the car and think that the kids in the back seat can't hear what you're saying Mm -hmm. but they hear every word they hear every single thing so at least all I've ever seen right so if we go to open house Mm -hmm. we meet the teacher we Mm -hmm. meet the principal we meet the music teacher and then we get in the car and mom and dad are I didn't like the principal their teacher seemed really young I bet she doesn't know what she's doing Mm -hmm. we're setting our kids up Mm-hmm. to have anxiety about their teacher mm-hmm. to not like their not respect their principal and maybe mm-hmm. listen to them mm-hmm. because they're watching us that's right they're yeah. watching us and so and there may be situations that something may need to happen or change sure. or whatever but so you're those, not saying we need to just be completely positive about oh, no. everything even if it's bad no, no not at all but maybe conversations need to happen outside of the realm, right? Not in front of the children, yes, uh, because that will cause them to have mm-hmm. great anxiety mm-hmm. because they might not be at a level, at an elementary level, to be able to have the same reasoning that you right have, right? And so, and even as they get older, those teenagers, mm-hmm. like they may be really sharp and understand things, but mm-hmm. they're still not fully capable mm-hmm. of understanding the nuances of social situations and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're setting them up to just kind of struggle there. Right. If we're constantly complaining. Right. Yeah. And, you know, when we're talking about anxiety, as we've had several podcasts on anxiety, Mm -hmm. it is true. Everyone has anxiety. Mm -hmm. It's just what level of anxiety do you have? Right. So we have to really keep ours at bay because we do. We all, Mm -hmm. again, have anxiety. But when we're around our children, it's really, it's really important that we watch uh, the amount 
mm-hmm. our anxiety. We've got to keep it in check yeah. when we're around our children because they will be anxious if we're anxious. Right. If we are anxious, I'll say that again, they tend to be very anxious yeah. if we're calm. Uh-huh. They tend to be calmer. Yeah. If right. Even when your voice goes softer, right, it calms them. Mm-hmm. If we're super loud and everything, they get louder. Exactly. And teachers utilize that kind of, I'll say, mm-hmm. you know, trick right. in the classroom. <laughs> yes. You know, and so yelling at kids doesn't typically quiet no. uh, children. No. So we just need to that take the pulse mm. of how we are behaving, if you will, mm-hmm. our behavior in front of our own children, mm-hmm. because that's generally uh, a lot to do yeah. with how they respond. So let me ask you a question. Um, if say, for example, I, uh, like I've got one of my kids with me and I'm feeling really anxious, mm-hmm. would it be appropriate for me to communicate to my kid? Hey, I'm feeling a little overwhelmed mm-hmm. right now. Mommy's going to take some deep breaths mm-hmm. so that I can calm down a little bit. Do you want to breathe with me? Oh, yeah. Like, is it okay to communicate that with oh, your kid yeah. about, I feel anxious and this oh, is yeah. what I'm going to do to calm myself? Oh, I think that is perfect. Okay. I think it's wonderful because they're anxious too at times. Right. And then you're modeling for them what to do when yeah. they're anxious. Because I used to feel like I have to go into another room to calm down mm-hmm. and then come back. Yeah. But I, one of my adult daughters has kids mm-hmm. and I've seen her do this with her own kids where She's like, mommy's feeling really overwhelmed. Will you help me breathe? Mm -hmm. And her little two-year-old will come over and put his hands on her and they'll breathe together. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, that feels so much more like instructive Mm -hmm. on helping kind of Mm co-regulate than me as a mom when I would lock myself in the bathroom and be like, okay, you have to calm down and then going back to my kids. Oh yeah. And they're learning so much Mm -hmm. through that experience, Yeah, you know, and they, they need to learn happy, mad, glad, and sad. (laughs) And they need to learn anxious, what that means. And when they, like I said, when they get anxious in the classroom or something, Mm -hmm. then they've just learned and mom's just modeled to them what she does when she's anxious. Yeah, You know, the, the breathing, like I breathed Mm -hmm. mom, I was anxious (laughs) at school and I breathed. Uh And it helps. Yeah. You know, that's kind of thing. That's awesome. So I, I think it. that modeling yeah. is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're talking about this back to school season mm-hmm. and how it can be a hard transition for everybody. But as parents, the, the thing that we really need to remember is that the kids are watching us. Mm-hmm. Right. So we've talked about anxiety. We've talked about like if we're complaining about their teachers or their school, they're going to pick up on that. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if there's other areas where like the kids are watching us, like even in the home or like how we spend our time, what we're modeling for them there. Are there other areas where we need to kind of, check in with the example we're setting for our kids. Well, yeah, we've got a big job as mm-hmm. parents, don't it's we? It's tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not, uh, yeah, it's, it's not easy for sure. But yeah, at home, you know, screen time mm-hmm. is a big one. Shall Ooh, I bring that I up? I feel like you're about to step on some toes, Susan. Well, all of our toes. My, right? Yeah, my toes are already you curling know, up. I'm like, oh no, she's going there. But uh, that's a great Right one to model. Mm-hmm. I mean, because we all want our kids to really limit that screen time. Right. So if we want them to limit the screen time, how much 
do we need to be aware of how much screen time we actually have? Right. So it would be great to have, like you were talking about your daughter, Mm -hmm. you know, modeling what she does when she's anxious. Mm -hmm. Have the conversation with your kids Mm -hmm. together. Yeah. Like, you know, mom is going to try to limit her screen time when I'm at home and try to limit screen time yep. with the child. Yeah. You know, you're modeling behavior all the time. Mm-hmm. Because here's the deal. I said children are smart. They are watching you yeah. all the time. Right. So are you congruent with the rules that you set? Mm-hmm. So are you saying don't do this, but you do it? Right. So yeah. um, and so they're they're watching that. Because yeah. they'll come back with, will you do it? Yes. Uh, yeah. Will you do that? Yeah. You and dad do that. Mm-hmm. Well, and I understand that mom and dad will be doing, because as they sure. grow older and, you know, maturation, mm-hmm. we're talking about a maturation thing, they will be able to have more screen time mm-hmm. as they get older, like mom and dad. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. But we want to model the things and we don't want to you know, we've got to have this conversation yes. as they mature. So, you know, when they're little, definitely, it's yes, yes, it's different than when they're teenagers yeah. to when they're adults, you know, those kind of things. So stages of life mm-hmm. matter, but we want to model good behavior. Right. And what we're looking for constantly is times of connection Mm. and there's a line from a book that i think is brilliant yes and it says don't make your fatigue and business demands your child's loss okay time out yes rewind i'm gonna need you to read that one again isn't it that i'm just literally sitting here going oh wait hang on i know it says when we're talking about connection. Right. Okay. So we've just talked about screen time. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the screen time, it's not just about how much time you're on your phone. No. But that phone directly impacts the connection we have with each it other. It really does. Right. If, if we're always, like you and I are marriage therapists, mm-hmm. so our goal is always a secure attachment bond, which yes. is a connection yep. between our couples. Well, we want a connection with our child. Yes. Constantly. And Definitely, the screen time affects that. And Absolutely. It, and it's not in a positive way. No. Unless we're doing something together. Yes. You know, on yes. that phone. But this statement from this book mm-hmm. says, don't make your fatigue mm. and business demands your child's loss. <sighs> okay. Oh. So... What do we do with that, Susan? Because the reality is, when I was a stay-at-home mom, I was always fatigued. Mm -hmm. When I was a working mom, I always felt that pull of job stress versus home responsibilities. So we can't make the fatigue go away. Mm -mm. And we can't make the business demands go away. Mm -hmm. So how do we make sure that we don't let those things negatively impact our kids and become a loss for them? Well, you know, I think it's a phenomenal question because, again, we all get fatigued. Mm -hmm. And I have to, you know, you and I had talked before. I told you, you know, when I'm tired, fatigued Mm -hmm. and everything, I get really irritable. Same. Yes. And so I just have to, I think one of the answers 
I think there are several. Mm-hmm. I think everybody's different. But I have to find a rhythm. Mm. You know, I've just had my grandkids, uh-huh. you know, for the whole month of July. Yes. You know, one from California for a couple of weeks, one's from here for a couple of weeks. And I I definitely had to find a rhythm. Mm. I had to get up before one rhythm. Mm-hmm. I had to get up before them, take my shower, get my makeup on, get dressed before anybody else gets up. Right. And man, that makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. If not, ooh, that's so not what good. did that do for you when you were able to get up before the kids and feel like, okay, I'm dressed and ready to go before they get out of bed? Then I'm set. I'm set for the day. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not I'm not fighting for any kind yes. of time limit. Right. Nobody's waiting on me. Mm. I'm available. Mm-hmm. That's what it did. Yeah. I'm available for them. For Juno, Adeline, Witt. I'm available mm-hmm. and I can help them get going. Yeah. And so there's no time crunch. Yeah. Like waiting on honey uh-huh. or, or anything. And, and I'm not running into yeah. the bathroom yeah. trying to get ready or whatever. Yeah. Which or would, like trying to curl your hair while right. somebody else is like right. trying to brush their teeth. Exactly. And it's just like. Honey, help me, honey, help me. And right. I've got a toothbrush in my mouth. Right. So I'm right. trying to put on my makeup. Yeah. Honey, help me, honey, help Because that gets very, that is a tense mm-hmm. moment. Right. Tension happens. Yeah. When I've got a toothbrush in my mouth, somebody needs me, or brother and sister start fighting, mm-hmm. and where's honey? Yeah. I'm putting on my makeup. That's where right. she is. Right. And that never works. Yeah. That does not go well. Yeah. So, so for you... Getting up a little rhythm. bit earlier. A rhythm makes all the difference. To have your morning rhythm kind of established. And even with fatigue, mm-hmm. that's still. And I love, I know you and I talked, and I am 100% in agreement with what you said. Why don't you share what you said, and I'm going to tag team. The car ride? Yes. Okay. So for me, because I was a working mom, yes, the most stressful part of my day was walking in the front door after work. Yes. Because I was exhausted. Of course. And and also I was ha- still having that whole decompression from work. What do I have to do tomorrow at work? Did I remember to do everything that I needed to? And so when I brought all that home with me and then and you know how kids are. The yes. minute the front door opens, mom, yes. you know, I want to show you this and I have to do this. And he took my toy and what's for dinner? And yes. It was just what's for dinner. So first, thing. right. And so you literally, you know, the minute you open the door, it's going to be chaos and everybody is going to be vying for your attention. Mm-hmm. And so I finally got to the point to where my car ride was sacred. Mm-hmm. That time was so, so valuable to me. And I was very intentional about what am I going to listen to in the car? Mm-hmm. And what am, who am I going to talk to? Mm-hmm. Um, there were times where I was like, oh, I really need to make this phone call. And I was like, nope, I'm not going to do that mm-hmm. because this 20, 30 minute drive home is it. This mm-hmm. is the only buffer that I get between work and the kids. Mm-hmm. And so on days where I would, and sometimes I would even like, I would drive home a different route than normal. I would, you know, roll the mm-hmm. windows down, get some fresh air. You know, sometimes I would put some great music on and sing along to it. Sometimes I was like, I need absolute silence, mm-hmm. but I never made phone calls. 
on that trip home because I needed that time for me. And I was just really intentional about what am I feeding myself during that with the intention of the further I drove away from work, the more I'm leaving work behind. Mm -hmm. And the closer I'm getting to home, the more I'm turning my heart and my attention towards, Mm -hmm. I really am excited to see my kids. Mm -hmm. I really do want to hear what they have to say happened at school today. Mm -hmm. Um, And so just utilizing that time was really valuable. And I think think that is excellent, Carrie. Mm -hmm. I love that example. And I had told you when you mentioned it, Mm -hmm. that's exactly what happened to me, even this morning. Right. Because I have just been, the month of July was keeping grandkids. All the grandkids, yes. Uh, And I was the same way. Mm -hmm. I I got my coffee, of course, at all. Uh And then I'll leave and I had this 20-minute trip. I had two phone calls I needed to make. And I went, no. I need this. I, I need the chill. Right. And I don't, I'm not making a phone call. I didn't even turn on music. Mm-hmm. It was just silence. Mm-hmm. And I prayed. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to Jesus, and it was just soul silence. And it was so rejuvenating, right. is what it was. Yeah. And I knew we were coming to do the podcast, and it was so refreshing. Mm-hmm. That is exactly right. Yeah. And so those are times, and then you're ready right. when you walk in the right. door. And, <clears throat> yeah, utilizing, and and we had mentioned the car line, mm. even for pickup. Right. How, how are you using car line? Yes. It can be utilized in a very positive mm-hmm. way. Um, and then you're ready right. when the kids jump in the car. Uh, but fatigue does not need, like this line is beautiful. Don't make your fatigue and business demand your child's loss. Mm. It's a great thing mm-hmm. to contemplate. Mm. Am I? Mm-hmm. Am I making it my child's loss? Right. And if so, mm-hmm. what are some steps that I can take? Yes. For that. And I think what I love about like the examples that we've talked about is, you know, you talked about I'm getting up before everybody else. Mm -hmm. I'm spending time alone in quiet Mm -hmm. to take care of some stuff that I need to. Mine Mm -hmm. was I'm spending some alone time in quiet in the car to get to take care of what I need to. I think so many times especially when we're in that active parenting phase, we feel like every single spare minute needs to be filled Mm -hmm. because there's so much to do. Mm -hmm. And there's so many phone calls that need to be made. Mm -hmm. And there's so many chores that need to be done and errands that need to be run. But what I'm hearing you say is take the 15 minutes Mm -hmm. and just be quiet. Mm -hmm. It's okay. It is. To and I have I have on my desk I have a little thing that sits on my desk that says rest is productive. It is, and I think that sometimes we need to give ourselves permission that taking fifteen minutes to give myself a breather is the most productive thing that I can do. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, rest is very productive, especially when we think about because if I don't take that fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing all that fatigue, all that stress into this interaction with my kids. Mm-hmm. And you're irritable. Right. You're irritable. And that's not how we no. want things to go. And listen, just like we said, the kids are watching. The kids take our pulse. If we're irritable, what do you think? They're going to be mm-hmm. back. Right. It's not going to be a good interaction. Right. right. So take, the, take a couple minutes mm-hmm. for yourself. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You won't regret it. (laughs) So true. So true. Okay. Well, I'm excited. I know a lot of parents are gearing up for that back to school season. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are praying for you guys. You've got this. It's going to be good. Mm -hmm. Um, Even when it's hard, there's, Mm -hmm. there's good there. So Mm -hmm. remember kids are watching us Mm -hmm. and we have the tools that we need Mm -hmm. to be the kind of parents that we want to be. I don't think anybody lacks the resources they need. I think I know for me personally, I just often go into, I'm not going to do what I know that I need to do. Right. Mm -hmm. And we just choose not to take the time or not to Mm -hmm. have those check-ins with ourselves. So I hope today encourages you to like Mm -hmm. use the tools that you have, Mm -hmm. use the resources that you have so that when the kids are watching us, Mm -hmm. they'll be like, Oh, Yes. Okay. And God, God, you know, designed us to need him. So yeah. call on him. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So we'll be back next week and we can't wait to talk to you then. Yes. Looking forward to it. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network.